Welcome to Tool Talk Times podcast, the fifth episode of a podcast made by beautifully tall people. Four beautifully, four beautifully tall people. Oh, well, that's my career <laughs> as a radio presenter over. <laughs> and well deserved that was too. I'm going to keep that in. Jolly good. So I'm Tom Garner. And I'm Letty Saunders. So Letty... On the day that we're recording this, we had our very first event in London last Friday. We did. I was there. Me too. I'd like your perspective, though, on how it was. Okay. What did you think? Well, because Tool Talk Times has the meetup group, mm-hmm. the podcast, yeah. and the Facebook, mm-hmm. we really didn't know how many people were going to turn up. No. There were loads there. There were lots there. Oh. Yeah. Which was incredible. I was very pleased with the turnout. Yeah, I was, and it was a fabulous venue as well. Where was it again? Even though I was there. But for those who weren't there... It was all the ciders that Tom drank. I know, yes, well, (laughs) I have no regrets. He started standing up pretty well. Yes, but where was it? (laughs) The Punch Tavern on Fleet Street. In central London. Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. So, you're a journalist. I am. You know about the Punch Journal. Yes, the satirical magazine, for, uh, mostly famous in the 19th century, but it did continue into the 20th for quite a long time. Alas, I was born after it, after its tenure ended. Hmm. Well, my dear friend Naomi and my friend Reet and I went to check this uh, establishment mm-hmm. out a good few weeks ago. Yeah. And we thought it was amazing because, okay, the gin selection, I mentioned that again, but the architecture, there's a little side part that we had marked off. Yes. Just reserved just for us. Just for us toolies. Yeah. Um, Tool Talk Times event. Yeah. I arrived with Nat and Phil Daniels. Yes. And then you were pretty much five minutes after us. That's right. Yeah. 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 And then people just started arriving. First person that arrived, because, you know, you never know. And there was this beautifully tall woman looking around. And I thought, ah. So I went over and said, hi. She was immediately, Letty, hello. Mm. And that's how it started. And then people came in. Um, it was brilliant. We had wingspan, because, you know, I actually have a wingspan, which is wider than my height. And these are wingspans as in arm length. Yeah. Yes. So we had tape measure. We had our, our lovely sign that everybody was playing with, changing the colours on. Mm. Um, it Yeah, it did get quite energetic quite noisy yes and i'm somebody who's not particularly fond of noise but on this occasion um a bit of a bit of um <laughs> dutch courage and uh helped yes. a bit of dutch courage a bit of dutch courage. quite a significant amount of dutch yes, 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 yes 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 but there was that part before you get into the main pub where it was a bit cool, uh calmer cooler did you see that? You went outside with mm-hmm. there a couple of yeah, times yeah, yeah. and there's little tables and things on the entrance because you never know that that place was there. It's right, tiny little entrance. It's quite tucked away. It's a bit like in Harry Potter, that di- Diagon Alley. Diagon Alley. <laughs> That's right. It's a bit, I probably pronounced that completely wrong. But but interestingly, the people who turned up, I took some like statistics. Most of them found out about our event via Meetup rather than Facebook, which I found quite intriguing. But clearly it worked. Yeah, and those people that were on Meetup are now on the group. Mm. Um, so that's brilliant as well. We had a had a super night. I got a huge bunch of flowers. Lovely. I didn't, but I, that's, I'm I'm okay with that. You sure? Yeah, I'll be all right. 
and also more pertinently for today, for this, we had lots of lovely feedback about the podcast. So thank you very much to everybody who said we liked that in person. I know, somebody came up to me and they said, "Is that Tom?" Yeah. <laughs> I've listened to the podcast. He's great. I said, "Would you like me to introduce you?" And I said it with a straight face, but. You know, well, you've got fans, Tom. You've got fans. It's lovely, yeah. And uh, people came up to me and I suddenly felt quite bashful because they go like, oh, we've heard your podcast. Oh, it's really good. We enjoyed it. And and I just turned to a, a bashful teenager going, oh, thank you very much. I know. I, know. I was quite embarrassed. Whenever anybody said, oh, I've listened to your podcast, Letty, I was my hand immediately low for my face, <laughs> which I, I have to learn not to do. Um, and a friend of mine uh, mentioned the intro and outro music oh yes yes yeah i mean it is quite groovy i love it yeah but then i chose it exactly so you, you have all the power <laughs> so so basically on the on the success of our first event we are obviously going to do a lot more and you you're all very much welcome to come provided you fit our height requirements obviously five foot ten for a woman and six foot two for a man minimum yeah yeah <laughs> the interview coming up yes so in a, in a Talk Talk Times first, we have our very first interview for this episode, and it will be with the co-founder of Talk Talk Times, which is Nat Daniels, who co-founded it with Letty. So we'll be talking to Nat um, after our Giants of History section, but I must say it was lovely to talk to him. It was really good. Because you've met on screen. Obviously, we've had meetings. Yes. You've met on screen. Yes. And we, um, met, and we met in person for the first time last Friday at the event. Brilliant. Um, but yeah, we have a good chat. So hopefully you will stick around af after what's clearly the main event <laughs> of this episode. The historian says. The historian says. With Sorry, no, the beautifully tall. Yes. Yes. The beautifully tall historian says with completely no bias whatsoever. But I think, Letty, it, do you think it's time? I think it is time. And now we come to the best part of the podcast, obviously, <laughs> which is Giants of History. And this week, Letty, we are going abroad. We are going east. And our giant, our giant this week, our, very, our beautifully tall person this week is Peter the Great. Peter the Great. God, yeah. I, obviously, he's tall. Yes. Because he's Peter the Great. He's Peter the Great, great by name and great by stature. This is Tsar Peter the Great of Russia. Um, technically, Tsar Peter the First, but he's known as the Great because of what he did in his lifetime. But also, he was six foot eight inches tall. Wow. Okay. Yep. That's 203 centimetres for those who work in metric. Or five inches taller than Letty. Yes. Well, yes. Right. <laughs> I measure everyone as a how much taller or shorter they yes. are. Yes. So he's born in Moscow in 1672 and he became Tsar of Russia aged nine years old and initially he ruled jointly with his half-brother Ivan V until 1696 when Ivan died and from that time on Peter ruled solely as an absolute monarch until his death in 1725. So he's known as the Great for a number of reasons he expanded Russia's borders to the Sea of Azov and the Baltic Sea, and this enabled him to lay the foundations for the um, Imperial Russian Navy. He also won the Great Northern War against Sweden, and I don't mean ah, the Great Northern War. <laughs> Top north, no, this is... <laughs> oh, he's got so many more accents behind. Uh, he's just lot, getting warmed There's up. a lot more than this in my repertoire. <laughs> no, this is against Sweden, and then his victory against the Swedes ended the Swedish Empire and made Russia the dominant power in the Baltic. And this was exemplified by Peter founding, get this, St. Petersburg oh, right. in 1703. I need somewhere. 
I need Lettysburg. St. Lettysburg. Yeah, St. Yeah. Lettysburg or yeah, Lettysville. Yeah, yeah. This is clearly a man without ego. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Ditto. Yeah. Um, but the the but the importance of Saint Petersburg was that it gave Russia its first major port into Europe, and because Peter wanted to make Russia more European in outlook, Saint Petersburg became the capital of Russia until 1918, and it was known as the Window to the West. Wow. So these are some of his great achievements. His other ones are that he led a cultural revolution to modernise Russia into the into the age of enlightenment. But more gravitas on that statement. The age of enlightenment. But despite all of this, he was also very harsh and autocratic. Um, and I think this is kind of summed up by how he treated his son and heir, the Tsarevich, Alexei. Now, Alexei was accused of trying to overthrow his father. I wonder why. I wonder why, because he wasn't very nice. But the thing is, these rumours were probably untrue, but Peter... Promptly, promptly ordered his son to be tried and tortured to confess his guilt. Oh, his guilt. Okay, look, I know this isn't probably the right time, but... <laughs> probably not. What are you <laughs> going to say? Anyway. Go on, then. You, you, you're down this rabbit hole. How tall was the son? Shorter. Mm, yeah, what, by an inch? Ten inches? I think he was a bit weedy as well. Oh, well, yeah. I've seen paintings of his son. He looks a bit short and weedy. Uh, right, so not a beautifully tall... No, no wouldn't be, Zarevich Lexi, unfortunately, would not be admitted into Tall Talk Times. Or or maybe that's a good thing. Probably. Well, uh, and also you'll probably, I need to tell you why he wouldn't be let in. Because he tried to overthrow his father? Well, he might have done, he might not have done. But the result was that um, Alexei was eventually tortured to death. Ouch. Yeah, so he never became, he didn't succeed his father. And apparently Peter did hesitate before making a decision about whether... Alexei should be put to death. Oh, he paused for a moment. He paused he? for a moment, but Alexei died in prison before he could make a decision. <laughs> Sorry. So, don't laugh. Inappropriate laughter. Dear, this is a window onto your soul. Never mind a window to the West. This is a window onto Letty's soul. Uh, I mean, it's son's law, really, isn't it? I, I, should I kill my son? Should I not? Yes, it's, a, it's an ethical conundrum. <laughs> yes. Don't worry, Peter the Great. The decision has been made for you. Yeah, so he's Peter. That's Peter the Ungreat in that regard. Mm -hmm. um, but his height was unprecedented. Six foot eight in the, in the late seventeenth century to early eighteenth century is is extremely tall. But interestingly, his body was not in proportion. Okay. So despite his great height, he had small hands and feet, and he had a small head. Really? Yeah. And he also had very narrow shoulders and noticeable facial tics. Apparently, so. I mean, clearly, quite a catch by, by the sound <laughs> for, of it. For those that like that, yeah. I'm yeah, sure. I mean, I, got, I found a, um, a primary source quote of an Italian poet who visited the Russian court, and he, um, he described Peter's appearance as, as thus. Tsar Peter was tall and thin rather than stout. His hair was thick, short and dark brown. He had large eyes, black with long lashes, a well-shaped mouth, but the lower lip was slightly disfigured. Oh. For his great height, his feet seemed very narrow. His head and his head was sometimes tugged to the right by convulsions. So I think that's the facial dicks. Yeah, it doesn't sound very well, really. Not really, no. And 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 his weirdly, he tried to disguise his height, which is a very difficult thing to do. So, uh, oh, we've all tried at some point in our lives, surely. <laughs> yeah. But he but he did this in a very epic way. So early in his reign. He, um, he tried to travel to Western Europe in disguise. So during 1697 to 98, he travelled west 
on a diplomatic mission known as the Grand Embassy. Now, this was to make alliances with Western Europe against the Ottoman Empire. So Peter disguised himself as a Grand Ambassador, his words, and he attempted to travel incognito under the, under the name of Peter Mikhailov. But because of his great height, this fooled nobody as he was easily recognised. Yeah, there's the thing. Yeah, I mean, you, know, I mean, you can't be a wallflower when you're no, like, exactly. Six I mean, three, for ex- six for eight, you just can't. No, you can't hide. No, I mean, I've often thought personally I'd be a terrible spy because they'd go, "Well, who's the spy? Well, it's that tall one over there, isn't it?" <laughs> so but there are other reasons why you'd be a terrible spy as well, Tom. Oh, but I'd given in the torture. Yeah, <laughs> I'd just be like, "Yes, yeah, me. It's all me. Just let me live." <laughs> yeah, no backbone. Well, a long backbone, but not a moral one. <laughs> <laughs> so, to give you an example, of how he was recognised in in Europe. So, in Saxony, which is part of Germany, um, a lady called Sophia of Hanover described him: "The Tsar is a tall, handsome man." with an attractive face, which seems to be counter to what everyone else thought yeah. of him. Were there sort of like politics between Italy and Russia at that time for the Italian poet to describe Peter the Great as such? I don't know. It's hard to say. Possibly not. I mean, he's a poet. He's not a politician, really. He's going there, presumably, to court. Favour going, do you like my poems? Will you, will you be, give me patronage? That or, sort of or thing. Or maybe this German lady thinks of beauty or thought of beauty differently to the Italian. Well, I, I wonder, uh, I don't think she was so attracted to him because she went on in her description of him. He has a lively mind and is very witty. Only someone so well endowed by nature could be a little better mannered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how would she know that? I think... Uh, we think, have to keep it clean. I think in the, yes, I'm I'm going to provide some context here. I think it should be interesting. When this someone is... says "well endowed" in the 18th century, they really mean you know blessed physically in all areas, as opposed to one specific area. Thank you. It's okay. So basically, she thought he was witty but very rude. I like people with lively minds. Yeah, and his his whole grand ambassador thing got worse the further west he went. So he, he decided to go to the Netherlands to study Dutch shipbuilding because he wanted to build a navy. As you do. Like you do. But in one Dutch town, his height meant that he was known as a, inverted commas, person of great importance. But his attempts at being incognito were futile and he was even chased down the street by Dutch boys who pouted him with stones and mud. Oh, that's just cruel. That's enough tool hate. That's enough tool hate. And, and basically, he gave up by the time he got to England. So he got as far west as England. <laughs> I'm not bothering with England. And so by the time he arrived, he drops the pretense entirely of being like, oh, I'm an, I'm an ambassador. Because everyone thought, you know, that really tall man, for goodness sake. Well, the one with mud and stones on his face. Yeah, back. and the twitching face. He's the, he's the Tsar of Russia. Uh... And so by this time, he brought along his entourage. And it was really large and really weird. So he had chamberlains and trumpeters, etc. But his entourage also contained... And a weird list of things. Four dwarves. What? A monkey. Two clocksmiths, as in people who make clocks. And to make his height doubly clear, he bought 70 soldiers who were the same height as him. 70. Like, to to give the impression that the whole country was full of very beautifully tall. Yes, so basically Russia was... You know, claiming that Russia is the land of the beautiful tall people. And yes. when you use the terminology for the very short people, that's of the time, that's not of now. Yes, that's that's what the primary source say. Yes, so, you know, he he, he brought small four very small people. So apologies if anybody is upset by that, but that's just what the historical record noted. Right, yeah. Yeah, so basically he's a very tall, weird man, very rude, 
and he's fond of shipbuilding. But he's got a lively mind and he's well endowed. Yes, apparently. <laughs> Which has a completely different meaning there. Apparently. So yes, this is Tsar Peter the Great, Weird and Sometimes Not So Great. But definitely a giant of history. Thank you for that giant of history. Very interesting. <laughs> Thank you, Letty. <laughs> and so, it was really good to talk to Nat earlier. You enjoyed it? Well, yeah, he's a really, yeah, really nice guy. I think it's, um, he, he shows a lot of enthusiasm, but also as a tall man, he knows himself what, the, what it's like to be tall and the kind of, you know, the perils and the pitfalls, but also the positives. He presents himself very well. Yes, he does indeed. Yes, yes. For our next episode, what's coming up for Tall Talk Times? So, Tom, we've got some more interviews coming up. Yeah. We've got a really interesting interview, Tom, uh -huh. with a professor from Bath University. Oh, yeah. Oh, fantastic. What's it, what, what are we going to talk to him about? We're going to talk to him about um, a study that he's doing with one of his students who's doing a PhD, mm. establishing the metabolic and nutritional requirements of individuals with extreme body morphology. So, so for, in layman's terms, is that people of extreme heights, both short and tall? Yeah, yeah. and they have lots of uh, shorter people. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, they haven't managed to get any taller people in yet. Ah, this is where we come in. Literally, this is where we come in. <laughs> we're, so next week, um, listeners, we're going to have a recruitment drive <laughs> to take part in a survey for the University of Bath. But yeah, I, I'm seriously considering it. I'm going to pop in and take some photographs and we'll share them on the Facebook group to show people the area where the research has taken place. It's uh, an overnight... Well, you listen to the interview. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he explains it so much better. Such an interesting <laughs> man. This is why we're getting an expert to come and talk to us about it. Funny. <laughs> well, I'm really looking forward to it. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, it is. It's, it is good. And on top of that, obviously, we've got more planning on the events and more podcasts. More giants of history. Lots more giants of Lots history. Lots more giants of history. <laughs> and uh, we're, we're getting people coming forward for interviews as well. So that's interesting. Trying to uh, manage all of this is, it's great. It's very positive. Lots of beautifully tall people in the group. Yeah, and, and as ever, um, if you join the Facebook group, if you do have any comments that you'd like to discuss with us, anything you'd like to discuss with us about what's um, been talked about in this episode, then of course, just please get in touch. We're, we're, always, we're always very happy to hear from you. Yeah, and if you would like to uh, message on the group or post on the group, it's Tool Talk Times on Facebook. We also obviously have a podcast. We have a meetup group and there are more plans. We are going really international. We're reaching parts of the world that I ha I barely even heard of. It's fantastic. <laughs> so you're big in Cambodia. I know. You said like we have a listener in Cambodia. I thought, wow, fame at last. <laughs> <laughs> We'd all be very big in Cambodia. Well, quite possibly, yes. So, Letty, how have you enjoyed? What have you thought of this episode? Have you had a nice time? I've had a lovely time. I really like this Peter the Great. I know I probably shouldn't say that. What you like him? What you okay. think? You think he's all right? <laughs> It's interesting. He, he, he basically murdered his son. I, no comment. <laughs> I mean, I know standards were different back then. But... No, no, I know, but I like these interesting characters, Tom. He's certainly a character, that's for sure. Uh -huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, it's, as a historian, I find it... You hear about all these historical figures 
across the centuries, and they all have very different personalities, and particularly people in power, the crazy things they get up to. I mean, for me personally, I don't, I think, I don't think like comes into it, like liking them as a personality. No, 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 of course. But like, they're certainly very interesting. Yeah. You know, you, you couldn't, in some respects, you couldn't write it. Like their stories write themselves. That's the good thing about history. The way I see it is it's like the best sort of stories, but they're kind of all true. And you're finding enough tall people, are you? Oh, yes, plenty of tall people. Yeah, 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 yeah. We do have to stick to our parameters. So we stick to our guidelines of we look for historical figures who are over six foot two for men and over five foot ten for women. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they are they are out there and we've got we've got plenty to keep us going for lots of episodes. Yeah. Yeah, I've got loads more um, to yeah. get and go through. And so, if you have any recommendations, if you think of some obscure tall person from history that you would like to be included, do drop us a message. Yes, I'm very happy to hear from that, and it makes my life easier. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you don't know who they're going to suggest yet. Ah, well, there is that. Yes, but no, I've, I'm glad you had a good time. That I've had a fantastic time too. Thanks, Tom, for Giants of History. That was great. You are welcome. We've got an interview now. Hooray! With none other than co-founder of Tall Talk Times, Mr. Nat Daniels. Hello, Nat. Hello, Tom. Hello, Letty. How you doing? I'm fine, thank you. How, well, it's a bit wet where we are. It's a little. It's, rain is chucking it down, as they say up north. <laughs> Same here. Same here, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're very pleased to have you on the podcast. So thanks, thanks, for t- thanks, thank Good. you, for, thank you for coming. Um, so- well, I've just been waiting in the wings. I've just been waiting for my uh, my chance. So thank you. You're a bit like the Wizard Finally. of Oz, like behind the curtain. It's like, what does he? What does he actually look like? <laughs> <laughs> we'll go. We'll, we'll we'll continue with that fiction, obviously. So, so now I was wondering for my first question: uh, What was your motivation for establishing Tool Talk Times with Letty? Good question. Well, thank you. Letty and I, Letty and I met. Um, oh, I don't know, sometime last year. Mm. And um, energy. <laughs> well, I haven't forgotten. But energy, infectious enthusiasm you know, around the whole uh, tool thing, really, and bo- body positivity, all that sort of stuff. Mm. Anyway, we were talking about um, perhaps uh, how we could leverage this more. And so we thought about setting up a group and we had a coffee, had a chat, had a coffee, had a chat, and this thing morphed into where we are today, Tool Talk Times. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. it was really, it was, it was that really, um, saying, seeing how we could put the whole thing together and when you say body positivity what what does that in what do you think that entail what does that what does that entail for tool talk time specifically because what does it mean yeah because people often use it in like often in marketing terms or in the media Mm -hmm. and it can seem a bit of a i guess a bit of a woolly kind of concept but how would you define it for for our particular purposes yeah it really is quite a um sort of an overarching uh, term isn't it really or mm. phrase um, but I think for tall people really it's around look we're tall and uh, we we there's a lot of benefits for it so we need to um, be positive about it embrace it and uh, make sure that we're spreading the word uh, far and wide and high basically. exactly yeah. absolutely yeah and I guess um, uh, it's not I hope this is not too much of a personal question but it is pertinent to our purposes so would you mind revealing how tall you are I would of course I would but actually when I'm asked often you know you get the normal question oh my god you're tall how tall are you I often say five foot one 
and then <laughs> yeah. they they don't people don't normally listen and if they do that no really and so uh six foot six six foot six, six is foot the six. answer you're looking for yeah but having yeah. said that when i was i was always said in my early 20s six foot five mm. and um then uh, i can't remember when it was but early 20s went to the doctors oh we've got to m- measure your height and take your weight and they said you're six foot six, so I think I must have grown an inch at twenty-one or something. So was I'll that, go with six foot thick. Was that quite a surprise to you at the time? Because that is quite a leap from the, the height you thought you were to the height you actually are. <laughs> well, I think I'd probably just screwed it up in the first place, or somebody <laughs> had. So I think I'd always been six foot one or had a growth spurt, but six yeah. foot six rather. Yeah, but, um, yeah. So six foot six. I'm happy with that. No, that's I'm good. That's that. good. And I understand that you, you carry around a business card, a special kind of business card. <laughs> well, it, it's actually my business card. Yes, I've got a um, a business card, normal business card on the front, my um, property and marketing prop tech business. But on the back, mm. um, I've got a little message, which most people read. Oh, go on, Nert. Tell <laughs> us what the message is. Do tell us. Okay, so it says... Um, yes, I'm tall, six foot six to be exact. No, I'm not kidding. Yes, that is tall. Yes, the view is great up here. And yes, the weather is fine up here too. Oh, nice. Of course, of course, I can change your light bulb. Oh, and help your business to shine. Speak soon, question mark. And the last bit is because we're a marketing business. So it's a little bit of a business thing in there. But yeah, it's all the questions they're about to ask. So I'm answering, look, I'm six foot six to be exact. No, not kidding. Yes, it's tall. <laughs> View's great. And the weather's fine here as well. And I can change the light. I mean, it's, I like the, so, um, yeah. I really like the pithiness of the, of the, of the card. It's quite, it's, um, there's a bit of sarcasm, but not too much. No, that's right. Well, do you know what, Tom? It, it gets a bit of a laugh. And obviously in business, if you're, you know, it's always, uh, well, supposed to be a professional environment and i like not to take myself or business too seriously so it breaks the ice a little bit it just makes people smile and if i've done that um when meeting someone then great i'm happy with that why do people always ask what the weather is like to us tall people (laughs) really i mean just like really i know i suppose it's the first thing that comes to their to their heads really you're up there you know, uh, they're thinking the about a mountain, mountain, yeah, snow and snow on the top of the mountain and all the rest of it. But you would have thought that they could be a little more original. In fact, we ought to put together a competition, hadn't we? For Because I've seen that on the Tall Talk Times group. What do you say when someone says, oh, you're tall? Um, I think we ought to have a competition to get all of those answers in there so that we can all use them oh, whenever yeah. for whatever their situation I would love um, to know the origin requires. of I would love to know the actual etymology behind um, what's the weather like up there, like where that actual phrase come from, because I find it so irritating. <laughs> it, yeah. it really gets my goat every time. It happened to me only a few months ago. I was on the bus and there was a um, an elderly gentleman. I was walking past him to get to my seat and he, he called out, Oi, what's the weather like up there? Is it is it cold? And I was not in a good mood that day. And I said, no, is it is it muddy down there where you are? <laughs> well, he looked at, he just looked at me agog. Like you say, like there's not there's often no reaction from from the people who say it. They, they it's almost like a, a reflex. They have to just get it out of their system. Yeah, they've got it. They've got to say something. But do you know what I think? Like mm. if you imagine you're sitting on the bus or you're on the tube or whatever, most people 
people are pretty glum and they won't speak to each other. Yeah. Uh, it's just kind of the way we're conditioned, isn't it? But actually, if, uh, if we see it positively, someone saying something about your height, mm. well, look, turn it to your advantage. You're in a conversation. And if it's business, great. But otherwise, it's just social. And it's just, uh, you know, I, I would always respond with something pretty positive or funny for the aforesaid reasons. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I agree about the the positivity side of it. I hear that your your son he's turned his height into a into a professional positive. Is, does he work as a model? He does. Wow. He does. Yeah, he's he's um, just come off uh, from London Fashion Week mm-hmm. uh, this well last week. Uh, we're all really really proud of him. And uh, actually, he he was spotted a year or two ago on the streets and was asked many times um about it and he didn't really want to do anything about you know about it but he did in the end anyway he signed to an agency and was modeling for burberry um at the london fashion week and was um on on the show and he looked fantastic which is they must have some great makeup artists i'm only joking he's he's beautiful uh so yeah very proud of him and uh he's he's six foot two yeah so uh perfect perfect size for it pretty slim and uh good bone structure so yeah we're all really we're all really just on a on a come down from it now really the, the whole family so really really pleased for him no, that's, that's excellent and also because you know he's um he's used his height to an advantage clearly and best i mean never mind his modeling career he's also the required heights to join tall talk times oh, i know he oh, no. is he is <laughs> so never mind the catwalk as well yeah, how tall is My she? My daughter, she's 5'11". Mm-hmm. She's nine, 19, just 5'11". And uh, my and my oldest son, yeah, six six foot two. But just a funny thing, when we were watching him on on uh, the live stream the other night, um, that it was meant to come on at uh, 7 o'clock, but everyone was commenting on YouTube, like what, what the hell was going on at 7.30. They hadn't come out. And uh, it turns out that all all the models were ready to walk, except Naomi Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> of course, uh, I, I don't know how tall she is, but um, it was it was quite funny. She's lovely. She's from our, our neck of the woods, I think originally. I'm sure. Yeah, six, ha- he's six two. He's six two, and my daughter's five eleven. Well, so so the whole family is eligible to join our exclusive tool t- <laughs> tool talk times society. Well, they are all but my twelve year old son. He's he's tall for his age, but he's not quite tall enough yet. But he's on the waiting list. Yeah. Oh, Johnny Cuts. <laughs> so I was so my final question for you, Nat. Um, where do you see tool talk times? Um, um, progressing um, from here? Well, that's, um, that's a really good question, Tom. Since launching, it's been absolutely fantastic. We've we've got loads of people that have, have joined and, um, you know, there's a lot of comments on the Facebook group. So if you haven't gone to the Facebook group, do go to it, Talk Talk Times. But events, um, so we're putting all the events up on the, on the Facebook page, um, not to mention um, Belfast, which is coming up in may and uh, a beach weekend i'm so excited sort of thing. so excited by <laughs> the events letty's been so busy with all of, all of this i mean she's great getting getting people together for a fun and laughter yeah check out some of the videos and photos that are on the facebook group and yes. and also watch this space really we've got some exciting things up our sleeves all for tall people Excellent. watch this both i mean to give um, listeners an example 
of um, what an event looks like. We, we all attended the first inaugural event last Friday. So, so can you give listeners a sense of um, how it went? and um, <laughs> How did it go? Well, it went brilliantly. We were at the Punch Tavern on Fleet Street. Um, we had a load of people turn up um, throughout the evening and get involved. We had some seats in part of the part of the pub, but within about half an hour, no one was sitting down and everyone was mingling, chatting eye to eye, let me say, which is great for us tall people, <laughs> not having to slouch over the bar. It's quite refreshing, um, isn't it? So, yeah, it is. It is. Um, meeting you for the first time at the bar, Tom, was fantastic as well because we're not we're not slouching. We're not we're not being put out of you know conversation. So yeah, um, no, it was it was a great time. Lots of um, there was a tape measure flying around. <laughs> of um, course, wing, wingspans being measured. So so height and wingspan, um, and a lot of laughs and uh, a few pints drunk as well. And that was just Letty. I did not drink at all. Tom drank all the pints in horror. There is a fantastic video. Have you seen the video, Tom? Not yet. I think I'm scared of seeing myself uh, in footage. Uh, um, but I, he I hear it's very is good. Is that where you photobombed? I did. Photobombed I, I, I may photo. have photobombed a, a, a nice yeah. photograph. You, 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 and you, you, did. you did, Tom. I Me. did, and I completely ruined it. And all I can do is say I have no regrets. <laughs> <laughs> it was great it was a lot it was a great of fun photo. and um yeah it's yeah. a great photo you did really well with the photographs uh now and putting that video together it's kind of um being shared worldwide yay uh, we are international <laughs> we are international. international your dream Brilliant. of world domination um domination so, domination i know i keep getting that wrong so really you've spoken about the plans that we have and keeping an eye on the Facebook page listening to the podcast as well because we do tend listen to listen to the podcast of course yeah. where we are right now oh yes please do listen to the podcast it's very good <laughs> we've had some great feedback on it as well we? yeah but um he's a good he's a good host that tom isn't he on the podcast so yeah, yeah I, I think one should listen to the podcast we, do we need to replace him yet now Oh. No, he's perfect. Yeah, we'll he's keep perfect. Him. Yeah, yeah that's so. very kind. Perfect. <laughs> so we will um, carry on with the events and the once a month pub meet, which we will hopefully be adding some pre-pub meet museum and galleries to for people who want a karma start. Mm. Um, just one thing: a bit of culture for a, a bit of culture, a bit of culture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, London is filled with it. So come mm. on, let's enjoy it, guys. Um, and then on top of that. As you mentioned that, we have Belfast in May. Yes, indeed. Excited. Very excited. Sounds great. We've got the Game of Thrones tour. Mm -hmm. I love Game of Thrones. But I've never seen Game of Thrones, so you'll have to... Oh, you're going to have to, because just... Nor have I, Tom. I feel really left out of this, because I haven't actually watched it. Well, I have, been to a game, I have been to Northern Ireland on a Game of Thrones tour, and it was all lost on me. They were saying, oh, really? oh, oh yeah. this, this, this set was used for this scene, and this, that, and the other. And I thought, oh, I'm, I'm sure that's wonderful, if you've seen it. Yeah, but you both know the actress Gwendolyn Christie. Not personally, but I have heard of her. Right. Yes. She's a fabulous character within Game of Thrones. She's a female knight. She right. rocks. Oh, good. She is so fabulous, which is why on the interview that she had... About... That a knightette. <laughs> knightette. I mean, I think you've coined that term. <laughs> yeah, Matt has coined yeah. the third... No, when you see her, you won't think that she is a knightette. You'll think that she's 
fantastic. But when she was filming Wednesday, she was made up to be glamorous and she commented on, on being a glamorous woman mm. of six foot three. I think she's the same height as me. But in Game of Thrones, linking back, she uh, is very much not made up. She's very night mode. Yeah. Swords, leather. Yeah. Fantastic. Stop it. You're going to watch it now. <laughs> you're going to watch it now. <laughs> so, so th- thank you, Nat, for um, agreeing to come on the podcast. It's been great having a chat to you. And um, we hope to get you on again soon to tell us about more oh, more things that are coming absolutely. up. Absolutely. We, we need to touch on some history, but we'll leave that hanging, Tom, for next time. <laughs> but listen, I appreciate um, coming on today, but I've definitely got more for, for next time. But yeah, thanks, guys. And looking forward to meeting uh, meeting up there with everyone who's um, tuning in right now. Yeah, and it's fabulous that the three of us who, there are there are lots of us working behind the scenes, not just Nat and myself, Tom with the podcast, a few of the wonderful ladies on Facebook group, which it just thrills me, oh. everyone getting involved. So thanks ever so much, Great. Nat. Thank you, Nat. Thanks, Tom. <laughs>